best understanding of America begins, or so it seems to us, with the realization that this nation is young yet, that she is still new and unfinished, that even now America is man's greatest adventure in time and space. The University of North Carolina presents American Adventure, a study of man in the new world, his values and his characteristics, who he is, what he believes, what he lives by. American Adventure is produced on a grant and aid from the National Association of Educational Broadcasters, made possible by the Educational Television and Radio Center. Written by John Ely, directed by John Clayton, Today's program presents Phil Johnston as John Chapman in Johnny Appleseed. I'm sorry, but we don't give food to beggars. I'm not a beggar, ma'am. You're not? Well, what do you want? I came to ask if you wanted me to plant some apple trees round your place. How much? Well, I would prefer for you to decide that. Many people can't afford to buy apple trees here on the frontier. Others pay me a dollar or so. Well, I understand. Whatever you think you can pay. Wouldn't you like to have some apple trees scattered around? Why, yes, uh, of course. But money is scarce. Well, I'll put you in a couple of each kind I have and just go on my way. says you ought to get yourself some better clothes, mister. And what do you say, young man? Well, I don't know. Your shirt is torn. Yes, I ripped it on a briar just yesterday. What you doing in the woods? I sleep there. In the woods? Yes. Ain't it dangerous with the snakes and animals? I've been sleeping in the woods many years, son. And I found little danger. Did you ever see a snake? Yes. Did he bite you? Yes, one did. I harmed him, and he harmed me. Not a rattlesnake. It was. Gee. But just one. Still, you ought to wear better clothes. Uh, here, young man. Hand me that small tree. Yes, thank you. Oh, careful with it now. Thank you. Don't you think you ought to wear better clothes? Well, let me think about that now. What are the purposes of clothing, do you know? Mm, to keep you warm. That's one. What's another? Well, because you'd be naked. Yes. Uh, and what's another reason? Well, I don't know. To protect the skin, I should think. From briars and all. Yes, that's right. Now, I live a particular kind of life, young man. And it may be that I make a peculiar sight as I walk down the road. You, you see this cook pot? Yes, sir. It's my hat. Oh, I could afford to buy a hat, but, but then I'd have to carry a cook pot. So I carry the cook pot on my head. Oh, yes, sir. And some people think that's peculiar. But it makes a very fine hat when I pat it with my extra shirt. Uh, you, you see, like this. Oh, yeah. Uh, now then, I put it on my head and I'm packed for traveling, ready for cooking. Yes, sir. My clothes are made to keep me warm, to protect my body, and, and to make my life more enjoyable. I'm as well-dressed as a man can be, with my way of life, I'd say. But, but Mama says you look like a baker. I see. 
My mama says you should wear better clothes. Well, you listen to me. Your mama is right. And you agree with her. That's the right way for you, young man. Johnny would plant apple seeds in orchards. Then, when the trees were started, he would transplant them to the home sites of the pioneers. He would go far out beyond the frontier to plant his orchards. And by the time the pioneers had reached that part of the wilderness, his trees were up. Johnny, why don't you buy a farm and settle down? I've thought of doing that, Mr. Howard. I've seen you so many times of late, trudging up and down the roads, planting trees here and there. Why not settle down? Live a decent life. <laughs> I guess I like to walk, that's all. No, it ain't all. Johnny, what will you say when you're too old to carry on? You have no farm, no family. You have nothing at all. Yes, I guess that may be. You'll have nothing because everything will have been given away. I know. I, I know. Now, a man has more when he owns a farm. And you could take your pick of any land in any of the newly opened sections because you've already explored them. Why, you could have a creek bottom farm. You could get a land at the bend of the river. You could have 300 acres by now and be secure. But, it, but what a price. Well, price, a dollar an acre or less, that's all. Oh, no, the price is higher than that. You're not thinking clearly, John. Oh, yes, I am. I, I know full well that, that everything a man owns takes something out of him. I know that a man can get bound up to a piece of land. A man can get to thinking about that piece of land, about getting another piece of land, and about, about getting better stock and getting more workers, and, and pretty soon he uh, doesn't own himself. He doesn't own the land. The land owns him. No. I don't want any land. Nonsense, Johnny. I have 600 acres, and I own it. Not the other way around. Then come with me down to Thompson Creek, and let's fish a while. Huh? Now? Yes. Water is cool. Trees are tall. Shade, deep. Come on. No. I have to feed the hog. Why? For food. Eat fish, eat, eat plants. They're free and available. God places them in the woods and nurtures them. That's what I do. But I'm not like you, as I've been trying to point out. Let's go up into the north country. I know a place where there's a high view and... And from there, a man can see a dozen miles of countryside. Then get your hands on it, Johnny. That land may open up any time now. I see. But if you're sure you don't want it for yourself... No, I don't want it. Then by all means, let's go. Look, I have a son who's now 18. He needs a piece of land. I can stake it to him, and when the land opens up... Come on, Johnny, let's go. No. I'll not take you up there now. But... Why not? Because you're ill. Please don't be angry with me for saying that. But I talk to you about the beauties of nature. And you have to slop the hogs. Yet I, I tell you about a piece of land and you say, let's go. So, so I can see that you have sold your life for land. The land owns you. I'll plant some apple trees around your place. But for that piece of high land, I want a young man who can enjoy the beauty of what is there. No, you're ill, my friend. You're owned by land. Down through Ohio and Pennsylvania walked this proud but humble man with the cook pot on his head and the apple trees in his hand. Down the settlement roads, the pioneer trails, 
How do you do, ma'am? I don't give to beggars. Be off with you. Walk this proud, this humble man. Johnny? Johnny? Yes? Where are you? I'm over here, listening. Listening to what? Two bees. You know, the best I can tell, they don't make quite the same sound. Huh? The two bees I was watching, they have different buzzes. I wonder if God went and made every bee different. Why would he do that? Well, maybe he wanted to tell them apart. Why? Keep their names straight. Bees don't have names, Johnny. Maybe not. Maybe so. These, they had different buzzes. The two I listened to did. Just a bit different. Hmm. Oh, Johnny, I heard that you were leaving us. Yes, I'm, I'm moving on. Too bad. We don't see eye to eye on many things, but all the folks around want you to stay. No, I, I'm moving on. Now, look, if you're running from something, Johnny... I, I'm not... not really. I, I know there's a reason. We'll help you. That is, we like you, and we're going to build a community here, and you can be a part of it. No. Let me tell you, we've about got the cabins built now, and some of the land is cleared. We're going to build a church, too. Oh, yes, you must do that. And maybe bring in a teacher, or get a preacher who can teach. we got a whole community here. Except it's not going to be like we want it. Why not? Well, it would be, except you're leaving. I feel you could help us. Oh, I'm not a builder. I never built much of a house. No. Nor a church. Oh, I know that. I never planted much except apple trees. Well, you don't have to farm, Johnny. I preached a little here and there. I heard you did. Talk to people. But there are men who can wind up a sermon better than me. Well, we'll, we'll get a preacher. Never was any good work in a store. Tried it once. Couldn't keep track of the money. Somebody would come in there and buy something, and, and I, I'd get to talking to them, and, and they'd leave an hour later, and neither one of us ever got around to the money changing hands. And that was a problem. <laughs> that would be a problem in a store. Of course, a storekeeper was making as much as anybody, but, but it unnerved him nonetheless. He got right irritated with me. I could see it would be better if I left. You don't have to work a store, Johnny. Somebody once told me I'd make a good trapper. I'll bet you would at that. No, I wouldn't. I've seen too many traps. You know, it's a crime to let an animal out of a trap. Or at least it's figured that way. Well, it ought to be. Fair way to make a living. And not an easy one, trapping animals. Yes. I never saw an animal in a trap in my life that I didn't let go. Huh? You mean... Well, I don't know what to say about that. Well, you see, I, I understand them too well. Even when they're fierce, I, I can go close by and talk to them and reason with them. You know, the Bible says, Come, let us reason together, saith the Lord. And that's what I try, I try to get across to them. Reason together. Did you ever try to reason with an animal when he had a leg in a trap? Law, no. It takes a while. You, you get to understand God's problem with us. You know, men have all got their leg in one kind of trap or another. Something pains them. It, it takes a long time to reason with an animal in a trap. Well, 
You don't have to be a trapper, Johnny. Mr. Jordan, you say you want me to remain here in your community? Everybody does. Doing what? Well, well, Johnny, I hadn't given it any thought. Seems like you don't fit any regular job. But would you stay? Well, I'd like to. You would? I think so. But you see that I can't, don't you? Johnny, why? Is it that it's calling you? What? The unknown land ahead. No. Oh, there's a great joy to putting your foot down where you figure nobody else ever walked before. Or seeing a sight that only Indians have seen. And they probably didn't notice. There's a deal of pleasure in being been out there where nobody is except you and the plants and the animals and God. But it ain't the call that makes me go on. Johnny, do you know what it is? I don't like to think about it. You can't avoid it, Johnny, not any longer. She's here. Who? Annie Turner. That's why I wanted you to stay. Because she's found you now. She's in my place. Annie Turner? I remember her. Remember her? I reckon you should. To hear her talk, it was love for her that made you run away. Annie Turner. At my house. So now don't you see you have to stay, Johnny, and get a job and settle down. You can now, because she's come to you. Would you like to talk to her? Uh, I would. Then come along. Yes, I will. I see now why you wanted me to stay. It was to please her, wasn't it? Well, that's one reason. The other reason is you, Johnny. I like to talk to you, even if we don't always agree. I see. Well, let's go down to your house. I haven't seen Annie Turner in many years, and it's wrong to keep her waiting any longer. Johnny. Mm, cool and nice, Annie. And private. I got so nervous all afternoon with everybody hanging around, looking at us as if we were strange. Oh, were they? Didn't you notice? Annie, people have been looking strange at me for so many years, I, I, I think it's normal. Well, you can't blame them, Johnny. Look at yourself. You're all tattered and torn, and I bet you got money, too. I have. Why, do you need some? No, you know I don't. Did my family ever need money? Well, I have enough if you ever do. There's money in apple trees. Then why don't you dress better and, and be respectable? Respectable? Like everyone else. Well, that wouldn't be too hard to do, would it? I don't think so. You just dress well like you can afford and put on good shoes and keep clean. Sounds easy. To be respectable, Annie. And you could go places, Johnny. You have a wonderful mind for remembering things. But what have you remembered? What do you need to remember out here? Just where I plant my orchards. And that isn't hard, is it? No, I, I have a sense of direction. I usually hide the orchards because one never knows what somebody might do. I heard tell this morning that a man has been going around letting animals out of traps. Same kind of man might steal your apple trees, I guess. Well, a little different kind, maybe. It takes all kinds to make a world. 
But here you are. A man that was good at books, that, that knew things once, that could read and write, and, and what good is it to you out here? Oh, I read the Bible to myself and to others. Johnny, all you got is what you carry. And I can see you haven't got a Bible. Well, I had one. Oh, I, I've had a hundred. But when I read to somebody that can't read, when I go over something that he likes, I usually tear it out and give it to him. So my Bible gets smaller till I just got the chapters who begat who, and nobody seems to want them. So I have to get a new Bible. You just caught me between Bibles, Annie. Why give them the sections if they can't read? What good does it do them? I've asked myself that same question. It does seem a shame to rip the Bible apart. Well, why do you do it then? Because I did it once. Huh? I did it once and the person smiled. She held it like it was a treasure. And so it always is like that. As if it's wonderful to find yourself owning a part of a Bible even when the words are out of reach. It don't make much sense, Johnny. It don't make no sense at all. Except that people always treasure what they can never really have. I'm glad you brought that up, Annie. I'm going to have to buy another Bible, I reckon. As soon as I get my next orchard planted and people start moving on, better buy it now. Then... Then you are moving on, too. Yes, I am. I come all the way out here to find you. I got over my anger about the time you left me. I swallowed my pride and I followed you. And now you're going to leave again. Do you think it's right? No, it isn't, Annie. Well, why do you do it? Don't you know I've lain awake nights, night after night? Don't you know I've thought about you and wondered? How can you just leave? Just go. Shake off everything that loves you and run away. Don't you know what it does to people? I know. Lord, I know. Why, Johnny? Johnny, why? Because I also know that it would do to people if I stayed. Because I'm a freak and I, and I have to run away. A freak? I noted since a boy. I, I know that I was different. How was it different? I never cared about the things other people cared for. And I believed things other people didn't believe. What, for instance? Well, natural things. I believed God takes care of the flowers, each one. He knows the sparrows' names, or, or if they don't have names, he knows whatever it is. And he protects and guards. Well, I believed that. And when I looked around, I saw people building houses, and, and as soon as they got one, they started a bigger one. And they laid by barns full of crops, and they had cattle they could never eat if they started on a Monday and ate for three years. They couldn't eat that much beef. And people saved money, went hungry to save money. People 60 years old and without a child laid by. And it seemed that nobody wanted to depend on God. Johnny... When you plant an orchard, you have to clear ground, don't you? Of course I do. You have to guard it, don't you? I do. Not just from people, but from animals and weeds, and and you have to be sure a flood won't take it away. I know. you got to work with God, but, but 
Pets, you've got to work with your mind on your business. Because God ain't going to change the world just for you. But he said he knew about me, even about a sparrow. Oh, Johnny, he may, and, and he may care. And he may worry about a sparrow that don't fly south in the winter, and, and he might weep, God might. But he can't do nothing, can he, Johnny? Well, I reckon he could, but I reckon he wouldn't. What if the people that came out here to Pennsylvania never built a house? What of them, Johnny? Just lived in the dirt. Dirt's clean. Johnny, look at me. What have you got against houses? What have you got against improving things and living respectable? A man ain't no animal, is he? No, he ain't. Not to me. No, he ain't. So he does different. But don't you see the danger? They got to being so dependent on what they've done that they, they just forgot about God and they don't know what freedom is. And which is more important, Annie, being a man with respectability or, or being a man with God? I reckon a real man can be both. I don't know. They say Jesus used to go away. Go out in the desert, go out in the garden just to get away. Johnny, Jesus was a carpenter. He built things. I don't know that he did. He must have. Well, I don't know. And I can't talk anymore about it. It ain't what's logical to me, Annie. It's, it's just what's true. And it's true to me that out there in the woods, I'm at home. And here I ain't. And with you, uh, I ain't. And I would drive you crazy because I would be a, a freak all my life. And yours. And I can be laughed at. I, I can go on down the road singing a song and planting apple trees and reading the Bible to people that can't read and doing good where I can. Johnny, please. But I can't do the other. You're afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid in the woods. Goodbye, Annie. You shouldn't have come. around planting apple trees? Yes. I've done that. There's nothing to it. Well, tell me, boy, do you say a prayer with every tree? A prayer? Look, I'll show you how it is. Don't you want me to get a hoe? Oh, not necessary. Better to use your hands. Look, you kneel down like this and dig into the soil with your fingers, careful not to destroy any living root that may be there, unless you must. Are you serious, mister? You dig deep, you see. Deeper than you think you need to. You put in some leaves that have rotted down. Then pour in a little soil. There, now. What you pinching off the tips of them apple tree roots for? Pinching off the dead parts so the living will be easier. Now, I... Put the roots down gentle in the earth and cover them up. Push them down the soil so as not to hurt the plant. And cover it good, yes. And directly we will water it. But now let, let's plant another one. But what about the prayer? You said there was a prayer. Oh, yes, there is. I, I gave it. I didn't hear you. Oh, no, it, it wasn't spoken. It was planting the tree. That was the prayer. 
A prayer can be a, a manner of doing things. As he grew older, he went farther west, with the cook pot on his head and the apple seeds in his hand. From Pittsburgh to Limestone Creek to the Great Falls at Louisville, overland to Illinois, he traveled the American frontier until he was old, until settlers went on past him, until he could not keep up anymore. Then he grew lonely. His mind kept going back. So he went back too, toward Ohio. He walked down the old paths, saw his orchards, stood beneath flowering trees he had planted. And a wonderful thing happened. Listen, mark it down. He was remembered. He was remembered and he was loved. Consider that. This man who had nothing, he was loved through his old age. Lay him there. That's what he asked to be put under the tree he planted. So let it be just that way. Let us have no sermon. There is no man who can preach the sermon of Johnny Chapman. He was the sermon, and let us not forget it. Although I fear we will. Let us not sell our lives for money or power or land but strive for something greater and above them. I have land, and when I die, there will be those to remember me, but not as they remember him, who had only what he had given away. Now, dig a hole, not with shovels. Dig it with your hands. And take care to kill no root or any living thing that can be spared. Then put him in the clean earth. And worry not at all. Let no man weep. For he was God's man. And God will take care of him. Put him there in the clean earth. With a silent prayer. American Adventure is written by John Ely, directed by John Clayton, and is produced by the Communication Center of the University of North Carolina, Earl Wynn Director. These programs are produced on a grant in aid from the National Association of Educational Broadcasters, made possible by the Educational Television and Radio Center, an independent agency established by the Ford Foundation. They are intended for use by educational and commercial radio stations in this and other countries and by schools for in-school listening purposes. They are in almost all cases based on actual events. Today's program, Johnny Appleseed, presented Phil Johnston as John Chapman, with Alice Wallace as Annie, John Ely as Jordan, and George Brenholtz as Howard. Others in the cast were Edith Sanford, Jean Rayburn, and Keen Oliver. American Adventure is produced and recorded in the studios of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. <laughs>